Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleobikes, the podcast where we put the puzzle pieces of bones together and display it in a great museum hall with just words and dumb jokes and within the time it takes to take a good poo. <laughs> uh, my name is Matthew Dahl, and in each episode I and a rotating set of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by... Uh, Let's see, what can I say about you that's unique so far? You've got blue hair. That's unique. That's unique. <laughs> yes, at the moment, I do have a full blue mohawk. Yeah, full blue mohawk. The person, one of the few people brave enough to pull off a, bl- a full blue mohawk, it's Natasha Crack. Hello. How are you today? Oh, you know, doing well. It's a good day today. Nothing too crazy's happened, and I haven't had any particular crazies on my bus this week. Oh, that sounds like a great day. <laughs> And so far, a great week. Yes, yeah, and let's make it a good year. It's only year's almost over. Cheers to that! And all, uh, of course, to be fair, like I'm re- recording this in November, but who knows when this will be released? Uh, pretty soon, hopefully. I'm hoping to release all these pretty soon. I just wanted to get every all the episodes gathered and ready to go. So, I can... and this is Colorado, where we do make comments about our weather being weird all the time. So whether this comes out in late 2019 or late 2020 or early 2020, I guess. <laughs> Uh, there will be commentary on our weather. Exactly. Especially yeah. the way climate change is going, it's going to get worse. <laughs> I thought our weather was already higher than half the population. <laughs> it's true, because it's Colorado. Good one. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Some some certain people are like, why is it snowing more if it's global warming? And it's like, here's what happens. Uh, warmer temperatures means bigger thermals, which means bigger storms, which means more, snow, more intense snowstorms. And you throw in the mountains here in Colorado... Yeah, we're rolling the dice even more. Yeah, so like some, it's like those people. It's like, I've heard the it's like the equivalent of people being like, the Titanic's not sinking. We're three hundred feet above the water. <laughs> so yeah. Well, and out here, one of our running jokes is that our meteorologists are paid to get it wrong. I mean, that's true for a lot of places, I bet. But no, probably more out here than anything. You, just with how weird our weather is, it could be ninety degrees on Christmas. Oh, okay. And okay, so be out barbecuing and playing with our RC cars. <laughs> Although, let's be honest, out here we barbecue regardless of the weather. Okay, there's a there's a question I can ask you for our question I like to ask our co-hosts at the beginning. If you could eat a dinosaur and barbecue its meat, <laughs> which one would you like to eat and why? 
Well, let's go pick on some plant eaters. Oh, you don't want to show the meat eaters who's actually <laughs> boss? Well, let's be honest, I had to fight them for the kill. Oh, I guess that's true. <laughs> okay. So, what are you thinking? Like, if you go like a big long neck, that's a lot of meat. Oh, that's a block party. <laughs> it's true. Just get everyone involved. The whole neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, the whole the whole city while we're at it. You know you have like a roast pig on a spit? Imagine the giant spit. You have to get like a hundred people on each side <laughs> to rotate the thing. Hey, one sauropod could probably feed all of... Denver County. Yeah. For a month. <laughs> Basically. I don't know if it's that big. Probably, but well, yeah, probably not. Maybe this neighborhood for a full month. But, <laughs> uh, I, 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 and since they're closely related to birds, I'm assuming it tastes a lot like chicken. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds yummy. Mm. And speaking of yummy. <laughs> we're de- heading into the depths. We're heading oh, yeah. into the depths for a very shrimp-looking creature. In fact, its name actually means uh, uh, abnormal shrimp. <laughs> Anomalocaris One that gave scientists a headache When they found it in the fossil record Yes indeed uh, It's one by far the earliest creature Of this show so far Yes a full half a billion years ago. Oh, wow! Like, but not even the earliest form of life, mind you. Oh, no, it's not even close. <laughs> but, but it is one of the weirder ones. Yes, uh, it type, uh, this doesn't help much, it's an anomalocarid, a family closely related to ancestral arthropods. It could get up to 3.3 feet or 1 meter long, which is enormous for the time. Yeah, it, it's enormous for any member of the shrimp family as well. There's right, exactly. nothing comparable to it today. Yeah, well, it's not really a shrimp, It's it's kind no. of, but it's kind of, it looks like one. It looks like one. It's, I think they say it's about 16 to 22 pounds, 7 to 10 kilograms. It was a carnivore. <laughs> uh, early to mid-Cambrian is when it lived, uh, 535 to 515 million years ago. For those who don't know, okay, so it goes Pre-Cambrian era, which is a whole hodgepodge of different things. Then you got Cambrian, then you got uh, Ordovician, Silurian, Devonian, Carboniferous, Permian, Triassic, Jurassic, Cretaceous, and then the rest of it has also been divided into smaller epochs, like the Pliocene, the Miocene, the Eocene, the Oligocene, the Pleistocene. We're currently in... People say we're either in the Holocene or the Anthropocene, because... The Holocene is after the Ice Age to now. Some people think that we've altered the the uh, world so much that we should be in a new era called the Anthropocene. I've heard that a few times, and I'll let the scientists argue that one out. Yeah, but I personally think, yeah, we should. And I think the Anthropocene probably starts around the Industrial Revolution. That would be fair to say, considering that's when the most dramatic changes started. Yeah, exactly. So, I like to think we're in the Anthropocene, which is still technically in the Quaternary Period. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's kind of funny. Tertiary and quaternary mean, like, the third and the fourth. Yes. It's like, you got primary, then you got secondary, then you got tertiary, then you got quaternary, then you got fiveary. <laughs> It'll be pent-something. Pentiary. Pentiary. Yeah. <laughs> Almost sounds like a religious joke, but I don't want to offend that part uh, of the audience. Oh, uh, we have we had this one episode where we talked about Mormons at one point. Because <laughs> oh. we were talking about Utah, so it, we're okay. Uh, oh, so I can most, the Pentecostals. Most hyper-religious people aren't listening to a dinosaur podcast. No, no, they probably aren't. <laughs> Although they are fun to listen to when they do come across a scientist and then try to debate them on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. And They tend to go down in flames. <laughs> exactly. They're like, I thought dinosaurs went extinct because they missed the Noah's Ark. <laughs> Miss- oh, oh, now you're sounding like Ken Ham. Stop it before oh, no. you... Oh, wait, no, dinosaurs weren't actually real because Satan put the bones there to test our faith. 
Oh, I've heard that one too in the Young Earth creation circles. Which is just cr- You think if Satan had that power, there'd be a lot better ways to test our faith. There'd be a lot thing. better. Come on. If you had the bones. If you had the power to magically put bones in the dirt. Why not put a, a, a uh, you know, a, a rabbit down in the Precambrian? That would really Whoa, be a that's good true. Way to, or, well, you know, what he could do every time, if he has control of the dirt, every time anyone goes to church, there's a millimate earthquake. That would be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, so therefore he would stop people he, people wanting to go to church and therefore damn all their souls, <laughs> right? That's how it works out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on, get more creative than they're in the dirt to test our faith. Anyways, Anomalous Cars. <laughs> okay. um, it was uh, found, uh, the location, the most of the fossils we found I've found are in Canada. Um, Interestingly it, enough. It was described in 1892. Pop culture appearances, the only one I could find is Walking with Monsters, although I'm assuming it's some in some dinosaur mobile games occasionally. Like, you know, that wouldn't surprise me. They are a unique species. They are. Considered the world's first apex predator, uh, Anomalous Cars is a freaky looking shrimp thing. That was gigantic compared to everything else at the time, at a whopping 3.3 feet in length. Today, that's uh, that's a shrimp. Yeah, it's basically, look, look, stretch your arm out, that's about three feet. Like, Never take, yeah, that's so, not very large. <laughs> it's not very large, but for this kind of thing, it was really large, and like... True, it was picking on the trilobites. If you saw this thing swimming, you might be like, what is that thing? It's, oh, yeah, I know, you see that thing, you're wondering if you're on something. And speaking of swimming, it used flexible lobes on the side of its body to propel itself through the water, undulating each lobe in a backwards swooping motion that made each side kind of look like act like a single fin-like structure. Interesting. So it's very different from anything living today. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one it, of its more unusual features, though, includes a disc-shaped mouth that had multiple plates with serrated prongs, which it constrict to crush prey. And it used these and these two prong-like structures on the front of its head to crush the hard shells of trilobites. And so, if this thing could crush the hearts off the trilobites, if it grabbed your arm, it could probably do some real damage. It would do some damage. It might just entirely break if human bones are stupidly fragile. That's true, yeah. For the amount of damage we can do to things, we're fragile ourselves. Oh, yeah. Fragile, fragile little creatures. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, so evidence... Uh, a lot of scientists weren't sure whether or not it could feed on trilobites. But one of the biggest forms of evidence for it actually comes from some coprolites, or fossilized poop, as well as it's known <laughs> as, that were discovered dating back to this time period that have trilobite parts in it that are so big they could only come from Anomalocaris. Well, that would make sense. Yeah, so... You can tell a lot from a predator, or about a predator, from its scat, even if <laughs> you can't find the predator itself. Yeah, especially, even, especially nowadays. Oh, yeah, it, Owls. You can tell a lot by what an owl's been eaten by what it's been dropping. Exactly. <laughs> you can tell what's been eaten by what it's been dropping. <laughs> um, so, there are different species within the Anomalocaris genus that have different forms of predation, though. Some of them were more suited for sucking in soft body organisms, or even filter feeding like a little shrimp whale. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, 
People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. But the big one, the, the biggest version, is the one that they think was the predator. But these creatures were from so long ago, and had certain certain soft parts that couldn't fossilize as well as its shell. There remains much unknown about Anomalocaris. Uh, so it lives up to its name. Anomaly. That's where anomalo comes from. Like, um, an abnormal shrimp, you know? Uh, it is very abnormal. No matter what artistic depiction you look at, these yeah. things are strange. Yep. Um, despite the multitude of fossils discovered, yeah, though, there's remains much unknown about it. But I just think it's cool that the world's first apex predator was something like this. Something so alien-looking. Mm-hmm. But honestly, though, it looks positively delicious. <laughs> Imagine throwing one of those shrimp on the barbie. Oh, yeah, just fry it, put some breading on it. Make Ooh. some popcorn and amalacaris. <laughs> or imagine those at a shrimp cocktail. Or, or just a giant cocktail with like an amalacaris just sticking out of it. <laughs> Come on, don't tell me your mouth isn't watering at the thought. Ah, just dip it some clarified butter. Yeah, some, or like some, some sauce, like... Some, uh, what is it we call champagne sauce? Is that what you Oh, no. there's so many sauces that shrimp go nicely with. Yeah, that's another thing I forgot to mention with you on here. You're, you're a pretty good cook. <laughs> yes, um, learned from Madao, who was a chef, actually, for a nice. long time. Okay, so if you had this three-foot-long anomalocaris, and you had it laying dead on your kitchen table, what would you do with it? How would you prepare it? Well, that's, that would really depend on how much I have to clean it out and what's useful and what's not. Okay. The shell would probably make a delicious stock, which ooh. Ooh, would okay. take a few days to make, but... Fish sauce? Yeah, this would be a very fancy meal. You wouldn't be ordering this at Long John Silver's. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would probably taste good grilled. I mean, yeah. if it was like modern shrimp at all. Yeah. They're good grilled. Okay. You would have to pair it with some nice flavors, though. Of course. You can put some shrimp seasoning on it. versatile. Yeah, it's true. You can add a lot of different seasoning onto it. Yeah. I still would like it breaded and fried, though. But that's just because I'm like... Breaded and fried is always a good... It's not healthy, but it's so good. Uh, shrimp in Alfredo. No, that's not healthy. That's oh, probably that sounds worse. so good. All right, hold on, guys. We're going to Red Lobster after we're <laughs> recording this. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't know. Some people might look at this thing and might be like, that doesn't look yummy, but I don't know. Just look at it. <laughs> I, actually, one of the things I might mention, I, for each episode, I'm, I'm going to have a picture that shows the animal just so people can visualize it better. And this one, I think this that would definitely be necessary. Yeah, so with how strange it is, the name itself is almost... Word salad. Yeah, exactly. Anomalocaris. Like, that's just, yeah. So, yep, now times it's, uh, unless there's anything else you can find there on the phone about Not it. Not really. I mean, whenever I look at it, the big thing that stands out to me besides, you know, it's overall design is, God, those compound eyes. Oh, it's true. They have these, oh, that's right, I forgot. They have these big compound eyes, kind of on stalks, too. Some of them, yeah. Like, yeah. Good they, grief, this thing does look alien. Yeah, exactly. And, um... 
Yeah, they and these are some of the first eyes, too. They're very simple for the time, but they were compound, but they could filter in light, kind of see everything around them. They had an idea of how what was around them. Right. Um, yeah, so now it's time to... Uh, we we uh, Everyone's favorite part of the show, where we rate the, pre- the featured animal, one out of 65 million. I don't know, I kind of want to give this a perfect score, just because that's eh, a bit small, although it's big for the time. But, it's uh. big for the time, but it's also one of those, you look at it and scoot, wonder what you're looking at at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's really unique. I need to look, find, I need to have more animals on this show that are boring, because I feel like I rate a lot of them pretty highly. <laughs> although I guess I rated uh, one time, you weren't here for the Arthur Plura episode, but I, I, I wanted nothing to do with that creature, so I rated a two. Not a two Let's million. Be Who wants anything to do with... A millipede that size. Yeah, so not a two million, a two. (laughs) Just two out of 65 million. I think this thing deserves a modest score just because it looks so alien. Yeah, 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 no, I think. Okay, so I'm gonna give it, um, I'm gonna give it a 49 million out of 65 million. You know, I'm gonna give it a solid 45. Okay. It's alien enough, but it's not as alien as it's gets with some of the life yeah some of the cavian creatures have you seen that one it's just the spines that's like hallucinogenia yeah that's just weird like ah thing oh cambrian life was something else it was right after what's called the cambrian explosion i guess we could have mentioned that the cambrian explosion is the part it's the uh, the industrial revolution of life basically yes because like it's going into uh it's the point where back before that, most creatures were like single-celled or... Very, very simple. Yeah, simple organism. And then suddenly, life just exploded. And most of the bigger classes of life, or the bigger clades of life, evolved from this time. Like, yes, yeah, so this is when life really started kicking things into high gear. You got sponges, you got jellyfish, you got trilobites, you got, uh, you got arthropods, and you've even got the first fish. So, yes. It's a crazy Jellyfish, time. eh? Yeah, well, not those, not just those fish. But. Yeah, uh, jellyfish, the one creature, they serve a purpose, but my goodness, sometimes we all wish they don't exist. Well, yeah, they just, they, they sting and they hurt. Yes. Uh, maybe uh, the the one Anomacaris that fed on softer sting, maybe they fed on primitive jellyfish. I wouldn't be surprised. A lot of creatures these days even feed on jellyfish. Not a lot of nutritional value, but there are some specialized jellyfish feeders uh, I'm sure they might be nice. They kind of feel like gummy in your mouth. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. This, podcast um, make, this episode's I, making me hungry. <laughs> oh, then this will be an interesting tidbit for you. Um, there was a short time where in Japan they were trying to make the Nemora jellyfish take off as a food item because they oh. were giving them such a problem. Oh, Japanese are weird with their food. Ah, <laughs> uh, but they take so much care in it. I guess that's true. They treat it like an art. They do. Even more so than here in America. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, here in America, it's like, do you want it fried? Do you want it on a bun? <laughs> then, yes, fried here you go. on a bun with fries. <laughs> exactly. And Maybe we don't on our own cuisine. Sometimes barbecued. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially the further south you get... Then they're definitely going to Deep fried, then. <laughs> Deep fried or barbecued are going to be your two options. Basically. I grew up in Texas, so I definitely remember that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, yep, that's it for uh, this episode. Uh, if you want to get a hold of the podcast, you can uh, email us at mattd at com, and you can find me on social media at creator on Facebook, at Mathedon64 on Twitter, and Mathedon64 on Instagram. Uh, you can contact me, you can contact Natasha, tell her ideas on how to pre- properly prepare an anomalocaris for dinner. <laughs> um, uh, 
or get ideas from her on how to do it, maybe. Because <laughs> um, she probably knows more about it than you. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, unless there are any chefs in the audience, in which case, please, teach me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, also, uh, if you're interested in writing, I have a writing podcast called The Ritwit, where two twits talk about writing, ri- <laughs> is what we call it. Um, it's me and co-host and one of my good friends, Matt David. Uh, he's really nice. He can be a bit of a dork, though. But so can I! <laughs> uh Finally, uh, if you're interested in reading, you can uh, buy my book Megazoic on Amazon, available for print and Kindle. It's part of a series. I wrote it. Uh, my co-host here, Natasha, drew the pictures, so it's all some good artwork. Uh, and they got good reviews on Amazon. If you'd like to leave some reviews, that'd be nice. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Um, as we say here at the end of every episode of Paleo Bites, oh God, what kind of cre- noise does this thing make? <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.